Welcome back, Brooklyn Nets fans. The Nets steal a game on the road at Dallas. And uh, I'll tell you what, it was not looking good for about, I don't know, two and a half, three quarters of this game. But the Nets finally brought it back. I guess kind of late in the third quarter, they got it down to about 10 points or so. They come out in the fourth quarter, KD and Harden put up five points quickly. The game changed from there. Harden went to the line, gave the Nets their first lead in the whole game, I think, sometime in the middle of the fourth quarter. And um, at that point, it came down to just KD being a closer, as he usually has been for this team. Dallas made a concerted effort to double-team Kevin Durant every time he touched the basketball in the final three minutes or so. And Kevin Durant made every right decision, passing the ball out, finding James Harden to go up 102-99 on a layup. That was a big play, of course. KD made this ridiculous turnaround shot on the left baseline. We've seen Dirk Nowitzki do that many times in that same arena, but... You know, it wasn't the greatest win. I know the Nets are now 10 above 500, 17 and 7, now 9 and 2 on the road. That feels great, but man, Kevin Durant had to go 41 minutes tonight. James Harden had to play 42 minutes tonight. So, yeah, I mean, the two main stars playing on a back to back here. I mean, we'll play Houston tomorrow. Um, you don't ideally want to see your stars play over 40 minutes in a game at Dallas on the road, but that's kind of the situation the Nets are in right now. They don't really have many guys on the bench that they can go to and trust. Um, you know, only four minutes tonight for Paul Millsap, Javon Carter, only five minutes. We didn't see Cam Thomas much in the fourth quarter, if at all. And DeAndre Bembry, I don't remember him playing in the fourth quarter much either, if at all. So he had 14 minutes total in this game, having started this game. Even LaMarcus Aldridge barely played in the fourth quarter, if at all. Once again, so I just don't remember seeing these guys out there. The Nets close with the lineup of Kevin Durant, James Harden, Patty Mills, James Johnson, and... And Nick Claxton, he's back. I think Nick Claxton's finally back in the rotation for good. We saw in the past couple games, nothing too impressive, but he had a couple alley-oops from Harden tonight. Um, was playing good defense on Luka when he was switched out there. So Nick Claxton with that defensive versatility, Steve Nash loves it, and there's a reason he was playing out there in the fourth quarter. Claxton did miss potentially two pretty big free throws in this game, went to the line and put the Nets up potentially four and five points. He missed both, and it stayed a three-point game, and we saw how that final possession went. The Mavericks were chucking up a few threes, and luckily Tim Hardaway Jr. missed a pretty damn good look on the right wing to end the game. The Nets win it 102-99, and honestly, on that final possession, I was hoping they would foul. I saw James Harden try to foul because they were up three once again, so if he foul and put him to the line, you know, you're still up one if they make both free throws. So I was kind of like yelling at the TV like, foul, foul, but of course, you know. I guess everything went as planned, and the Nets get themselves this victory. So, once again, it wasn't the greatest victory. Our defense looked so bad at some points. The rotations are horrendous. There was a moment where Luka Doncic was left wide open for three because James Johnson and Patty Mills couldn't communicate. We saw a lot of that tonight, and it was frustrating. I mean, offensively, the Nets didn't really have a great quarter in this one. They put up 21 in the first, 29 in the second, 25 in the third, 27 in the fourth. So they did not exceed over 30 points in a single quarter in this game. But the Nets offense did get better in the fourth quarter, I feel like, at least shooting-wise. Patty Mills was making big shots. Kevin Durant was shooting amazing in the fourth quarter. Even James Harden was fine, had some free throws in the fourth quarter as well. And I'm not going to lie, in the third quarter or so, I was like freaking out. Like I'm panicking because we're coming off this loss on Saturday against the Bills where, not the Bills, the Bulls, wrong league, against the Bulls where um, it was frustrating. That was a game that the Nets let slip away and it was kind of the opposite in this game. Like the Nets were kind of like 
the Nets of last game where they had to lead by, you know, seven, eight, ten points. And that was kind of Dallas all night, how Dallas had a seven, eight, ten point lead all night. And the Nets finally broke through and were able to put this game away in the fourth quarter. And for some reason, once the Nets took the lead, I felt really confident about this game. Even when it was like a one-point game, for some reason I thought they were going to win this one. Uh, I just had that weird confidence that Kevin Durant was not going to let us down tonight. And that's pretty much how it went. And we did get lucky at the end. Porzingis and Doncic, they were not shooting well towards the end of the game. There was a, a point in that game where... Um, both those guys missed their last five field goal attempts. So seeing their superstars, well, if you want to call Porzingis a superstar, but seeing those stars on that team miss down the stretch definitely helped as well. But I got to give credit to the Nets defense. They were really good on the switches. And it's frustrating because you know the Nets can play defense. We've seen it before, but we see times like especially in the second quarter, early third quarter in this game, where they look so clueless on defense. There's no effort. There's no rotations. There's no communication. And you're like, what the hell? Did, like, you know they can play defense, and it's annoying. Like, last year, they didn't really have the personnel to play good defense. They had some guys, but, like, this year especially, having added James Johnson, having added DeAndre Bembry, having Nick Claxton now, like, you have guys that can play defense, but for some reason, it just wasn't happening in the second and third quarter, especially in this game. But luckily, when the fourth quarter came around, they really just clamped up, and they were playing much better defense down the stretch. We'll look at some of the team stats here. So the Nets had seven less shots in the game, but they did shoot 10.6% better um, on field goal attempts than Dallas, so they definitely were more efficient when shooting. The Nets were better from three-point range, 30%, as compared to the Mavericks, 19%. And that's the thing. If the Mavericks hit some of these shots, this game would have been a different outcome, not going to lie. But the Nets, you know, kind of got lucky with some of the misses there. Brooklyn shot 76% from the line out-rebounded Dallas by 11. So you'd like to see that, of course. You know, Dallas has some guys that can rebound on that team. You know, Dwight Powell is a good athlete. Of course, you have Porzingis. You have, I think it's Kleber, as I pronounce it, right? Max Kleber, Maxi Kleber. Don't know. But anyway, yeah, they have some guys that can rebound on that team. So I was pretty impressed with the team rebounding tonight. Definitely wasn't a big issue. The Nets had seven more assists tonight. Like to see that, of course. Two more blocks. Now, turnovers was a big difference here. The Nets had 12 turnovers. The Mavericks only had four. So that was a big turning point in this game. And speaking of turning point and turnovers, there was actually a big play in this game I forgot to mention where the Nets won a challenge. It was a play where James Harden reached in on Luka Doncic and the ball trickled out of bounds. I thought it was clearly off James Johnson, but basically they called it a jump ball because no one had clear possession. Um, the Mavericks won the jump ball anyway, so it didn't really matter. But that was kind of a big, a big play in this game momentum-wise. It was a long replay, and it was weird because like there was two Nets fans behind where the refs were huddling up and the Nets fans were like going crazy. And I'm like, wait, did we win this challenge? Because I thought that Harden fouled him, honestly. He may have got the ball at first, then hit his hand. That might have been the call. But... It just for some reason looked like it was going to be a foul. So anyway, they win that and they lose the um, lose a jump ball. But anyway, that was a really good challenge by Nash and you know James Harden, which just kept saying ball, ball, ball. So like he was you know very emphatic. He did not hit his hand on that play, and the Nets actually won the challenge there. So good job by James Harden and and Steve Nash to execute that challenge correctly. Uh, fast break points. The Nets had four more points in the paint. Dallas had six more. Not much of a surprise there. And see, the largest lead for the Nets was three, and Dallas had a 17-point lead. So I'm telling you, when the Nets were down 15, 17, I was going crazy. I'm like, dude, this team sucks. I can't take this anymore. They're so talented, but they're so bad. And of course, they come back and shut me up so I'm definitely happy to uh not be wrong but just like I don't know just to overreact and have this game turn out this way so um it feels great to get a win again and 
you know, I still wish I'm still like pissed off about Saturday. I, I still can't get over that game. I wish they were able to beat that Bulls team. But hey, I mean, you know, it's nice to come back and rebound. There was a point in this game where it looked like once again the Nets were going to lose two straight and they look terrible I'm questioning is Steve Nash the right coach and all that and yeah it's just crazy um anyway it's funny I actually saw this on Twitter that this was like the I don't know what year anniversary maybe 14 15 year anniversary of that Nets Suns game that went to triple overtime back at uh the Continental Airlines Arena maybe it was eyes out at that time but yeah that was a hilarious game um, when Steve Nash and Jay Kidd went head-to-head, now they're coaching head-to-head, so that was pretty cool how that worked. So once again, some pretty interesting rotations. I'm curious to see if Paul, not Paul Millsap, if LaMarcus Aldridge is starting over Nick Claxton in the next game. So I think LaMarcus will remain the starter, but we'll see what happens tomorrow. Obviously, on the back-to-back, anything can happen, but once again, LaMarcus didn't play that many minutes. He played 23 minutes tonight, so I don't see him getting a rest, but you never know. I mean, we'll find out what happens tomorrow at this point. Um, Benbury, as I said, didn't play a lot. Not much of a concern there. I just don't think this was the right game for him. Um, Paul Millsap, I feel like, wasn't giving them the worst minutes. He had three rebounds, two assists, and four minutes, which isn't that bad. And Bruce Brown didn't make much of an impact. I remember he missed one shot at the end of the first quarter on an air ball floater. Tough shot, though. But, yeah, Bruce Brown was pretty good on defense, but just didn't really do much at all offensively. 15 minutes and only two shot attempts and put up two points, so... Uh, Javon Carter played five minutes, didn't take an attempt. And Cam Thomas had 17 minutes, was three of eight, six points. Uh, missed some jump shots, of course, in this game, but did have five rebounds. So impressive there for Cam Thomas. And Blake Griffin for, what, the fifth, sixth straight game now has not played. I was actually missing Blake Griffin at one point. That's how bad this game was getting for me mentally. I'm like, I kind of miss Blake Griffin. Get him in there. But, yeah, I guess we didn't need him there. Um, All right, so that's going to do it. The Nets play Houston tomorrow. Not sure if I'll do a reaction to that. We'll see. Hopefully that's an easy win and don't have to worry about it. But Houston's been playing better lately, so, you know, nothing's easy with this team. This might be the first time Harden goes back to Houston. I could be wrong, but maybe it happened last year. I don't know. But this could be uh, Harden's first time back with uh, fans at full capacity, of course. So hopefully Harden has a, uh, you know, a good reminiscent day and can go back to the James Harden he used to be. We saw some instances tonight where James Harden was, I should make this like a segment, like how's Harden looking type segment. But, you know, Harden at some points tonight looked really good. He had that four point play. Well, I think he missed a foul shot, but had the M13. Um, had a couple of just confident looking three point shots that went in. So I like seeing that, of course. He had a nice right handed layup that uh, was able to rattle in. And he did miss a lefty layup that was, like, very easy. Like, James Harden makes that every single time. Maybe he lost control. But, you know, James Harden being a lefty and getting a wide-open look from the left side, you'd hope that would go in more times than not. But he kind of overcooked it, as Ian Eagle says, and, you know, hit the uh, the long side or the far side of the rim. So that was unfortunate. But, you know, James Harden didn't play that terribly tonight. Had a plus 7, 23 points, 9 rebounds, 12 assists on 7 of 13, 3 of 6 from 3. I've seen much worse from him this year, so he did throw a terrible turnover, by the way. There was one where he tried to find Kevin Durant on the right wing, and he threw it right at, uh, it was either Finney Smith or Hardaway, I don't know which one it was, but he he just threw it right at him. I'm like, dude, what the hell is that pass? So that was kind of annoying, but, you know, outside of those small things, Harden played pretty well. Um, you know, I try not to be annoyed by the way he plays. Did have five turnovers, which, you know, you kind of want that cut in half or if you can. But the ball's in his hands all the time, so you got to be realistic about that number. So anyway, that'll do it. Sorry my voice still kind of sounds like crap trying to get over the uh, trying to get over this little virus I had since last week, but uh, we're getting there. Anyway, 
Let's win tomorrow, beat Houston, hopefully get to 18-7. and seven. Right now, 17-7, and seven, still in first place, I believe, unless the Bulls played yesterday, but I don't know off the top of my head. So they might be in first place, might be in second place, but hey, 17-7 and seven ain't that bad. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this video. Once again, leave a, uh, not a like, this is not YouTube, but leave a uh, five-star review and leave a review if you would be so kind to do so. And I will talk to you guys next time.